Welcome back, everyone. We are so, so, so excited that we were able to sit down with Joe Miller today um, on the pod. And we had literally the best conversation. So many good points made and so many good topics covered. You will definitely leave this feeling so energized and like so ready to just feel all of your divine feminine and masculine energy. I learned so much. It was a really great conversation, and we really dived into a lot of really important topics for anyone who's wanting to tap into their more feminine side. So I'm going to introduce Joe before we get into the interview. Joe is the CEO of Goddess Femme. She is a feminine leadership and goddess energetics coach. She's dedicated to helping female leaders and women in general heal their trauma, reprogram their subconscious, tap into their inner power, embrace pleasure and softness, and fully embody their goddess essence, leading a more vibrant and fulfilling life. Joe was an amazing guest. We're so excited for you guys to hear her interview. Welcome to the podcast, Joe. We're so excited you're here. Thank you. So happy to be here. Yeah, we're going to have a great conversation. We kind of want to focus on uncovering your purpose in life, especially as a woman trying to navigate this world. And I was stalking your Instagram and in your <laughs> bio, I saw church girl to pleasure goddess. And I feel yeah. like that is um, fundamental in your personal journey. So let's start talking about that. Love it. I love Yeah, the story is so crazy. I was talking to somebody about it and I was like, for someone who used to just be like religiously a churchgoer, I say pussy like a lot. (laughs) I love that. Yes. (laughs) Full circle. Um, Yeah, I was raised very religious. Most of my family is still very religious and Christian. Um, So what that meant for me and my own like feminine journey was that I was really disconnected from living within from like trusting my body and my wisdom because that just was something that was seen as like sinful or just taboo. You just didn't really focus on your own self. You were just supposed to be doing what God wanted you to do, right? So there was always this like disconnect. You didn't ever really like check in with yourself. You were making decisions or things like that. So when I started to explore like other aspects of my own journey, which really just started with self-care, I was really tired, had an exhausting job and didn't want to go to church on Sundays. That like opened the door for me to experience just like spirituality in general, instead of seeing it just like in a church building. So that kind of led me on this journey of realizing that like I had never really prioritized my own self-guidance, my own intuition, because I had always been outsourcing that to God or a pastor or church or parents, like what have you. So when I actually started to look inside, I was like, oh, like God's inside. Like the divine is inside. So when I actually left the church and left Christianity, I feel like I got way more spiritual because I just saw like spirituality everywhere like in myself and like the beauty and gratitude and all of that. So that journey kind of, and then especially with like sexuality too, like sexuality was such like a no, no, like you just don't touch that. You don't talk about it outside of marriage at all. So that was like a slow process for me. Like I didn't have sex until I was 27. Like I didn't pleasure myself until I was 27. So I was like very late to the game. There was like a solid two years of like, just rewiring my brain around like a lot of that stuff from the conditioning that I had been going through 
mm-hmm. to even like open myself up to pleasure in that way. But then once I started experiencing and like playing and discovering like my own pleasure, it opened up like it was like half of my personality was just like turned off before that. And then you tap into your feminine pleasure because when you cut the feminine off from pleasure, you cut her off from her feminine energy. It's like a very vital, intricate thing that's intertwined. So I just experienced this just like explosion of like openness and creativity and freedom that came from just like experiencing my own pleasure and not just like sexually, but like how slowly can I eat this piece of dark chocolate and just like enjoy the pleasure that's like in my body right now. So yeah, it is funny, like started very churchy, very like never talking about sex. And now that's like what I do all the time. And I love it because for the feminine, like sex and pleasure is such an integral part of who you are as a human being in this world. I love that. So many things, like there's so many points I could make, but one of the things that I loved how you stated it um, was like with religion, organized religion specifically, we are outsourcing like the power within like, and we're not utilizing our own intuition. Like we're, and not to like completely bash organized religion, but we're following like this, you know, whatever, like the main purpose of that religion is, and we're not fully tapping into our own power. And so I love that realization of like the divine feminine within and like God is like within us and we have the power to make these decisions for ourselves, utilize our intuition, tap into our energy, like everything about that. I love it. And I feel like this is sort of a movement that is really prevalent right now, like especially women kind of like leaving organized religion and realizing that power is within. So I love it. We can definitely both relate because we grew up super religious and um, I I love that. Yeah. And we're told all the time growing up religious, you have free will, but you can't make this decision or this one or this, and you can't talk about this topic. And so it's really not free will. It doesn't feel that way because you're like, well, I want to go For example, like if we're talking about sex, like I want to have sex, but I can't because I'm not married. Like that's not free will. You're not choosing yourself. You're choosing the higher power or the leaders in the religion or family. So I think that's a really good point that you bring up. And I think like a lot of people in religion are so worried that if you give people true freedom, they'll just like go boss to the wall crazy. And sometimes you have to do that at first. That's just like an experience that you have. (laughs) But also, like, if you are really following, like, your own intuition, super aligned with who you are, like, you know what you're going after, you know, like, the life that you want to create, it's way less of that. It's way less of just, like, going crazy because it's not from a place of rebellion. It's from a place of, like, self-exploration, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Different. It's not just, like, I'm just going to do whatever my parents didn't want me to do. It's, like, no, like, this is something my heart is pulling me towards, so I need to, like, explore this here. I feel like it's a much more mental process actually than a lot of people are scared that it's going to be. I think so too. There was something that you mentioned about, I don't remember exactly how you phrase it, but being connected to the feminine and you were talking about it in terms of sex, but I'm sure it can be applied to other areas. Like you want to be in tune with your feminine side. Can you kind of talk about that? Like if you don't have connection to your feminine side, what exactly does that mean? Yeah. So we all have like feminine and masculine energies within us. And this has nothing to do with gender. It's just a lot of like the polarity world, whatever uses like genderized terms just for simplicity. But 
every single person has a certain like ratio of feminine and masculine energy within you. So you have your own, like, I love feeling at least 85% in my feminine. That feels like really juicy and aligned to me. Everybody's a little bit different there. So for the feminine, what that is about is trust, surrender, openness, receiving, allowing, and especially in the entrepreneurial world, which I work with um, entrepreneurs, you don't see a lot of high-level leaders in that energy. Because mm. usually, usually you're taught to like, you have to be a man in order to be successful, right? Yeah. You have to hustle, you have to be rigid, you can't take shit from anyone. And it's just like this very rigid, erect posture. But actually, that's not like the feminine's natural way to success or to just sustainable success is what I focus on, like having a business that you love forever or like being on a journey with yourself where you're just continuously uncovering new levels of joy and surrender and money and all of that. So what I work a lot with women on is like that feminine, like how do you get back to that natural space of softness, of trusting the masculine? of like receiving all of that and that has a lot to do we have to do like some trauma work because a lot of times if your body doesn't feel safe to allow yourself to be soft because you haven't learned that that's safe you won't do it because your nervous system is there to keep you alive right so if your nervous system says no we can't do that that's not safe and you won't do that so a lot of it is like internally like rewiring those subconscious um, like programs that you have in your mind that are telling you that the only way you can do life is to be hard and to be rigid and to be super efficient and all of those things. Because the feminine way of life is more unpredictable. We change a lot. Like we like one thing and then the next week we fucking like another. And then like our business is like, we want to do lots of things. We don't just want to do like this one thing forever. And that's actually like natural for the feminine to do that. So I feel like, especially with the women that I work with, it's such a juicy place to get to when you start to trust your feminine, which for me is really like trusting your body. If your body's saying, hey, go outside instead of creating content right now, are you courageous enough to actually listen to that? Because the feminine is often illogical. She doesn't really move in a straight line usually. She moves in like waves and ebbs and flows and all of that. But when you actually start to follow your body and trust your feminine energy, what you'll realize is that it's actually... On paper, it doesn't look like the most efficient journey because it's doing this, but actually it's like the most efficient journey that you could take for yourself and for your business Like, because you're working with the magic of the world, right? You're working with those things that you can't see, even though it's logical that you should sit down and create content for five hours. If your body's saying it doesn't want to and it wants to go outside, a lot of times if you just go outside for 10, 15 minutes, you can come back and crank out just as much content as you wanted to before and half the like half the time, right? Right. But that doesn't really work on that like strictly logical, rigid plane. She works more in like creativity and softness and spontaneity, those sorts of things. So when we can really start to trust the body, because she's always telling us like what she wants from us above the mind, then like really interesting, magical things start to happen in your life, which I love. It's so yeah. Fun. No, I love that. And I have spent like the last year about like really diving into like my energy and like just, you know, different modalities with all of that. And that's probably like the biggest lesson that I feel like I've learned. Like when, 
when we look at society, it's very much like masculine energy focused. Like you got to go, you got to hustle, you got to do all that, like you were saying. But our bodies want us to follow our natural flow. And so I love that because I have seen like in my life that if I'm like really wanting to do, like, like you were saying, if I really want to go outside, if I don't do that and I'm not listening to my body, then I'm not going to be effective. And I'm just going to be sitting here. I'm going to be bored. I'm going to be thinking about other things and it's not going to be good, but truly like embracing our body's like natural path and energy flow and embracing that feminine energy. Like I've seen that in my life the last year. And it is hard because like it feels wrong sometimes, but I feel like the more we can embrace that, like the better our lives will be. Yeah. It is like, it is different because society doesn't really celebrate the feminine very much. Like there was a quote once where like we celebrate like the speedboat going across the water as fast as it can, but we don't celebrate the ocean and its depths like beneath it. Mm. Like we don't naturally as a society really celebrate like the depths of the feminine, the nurturing, the compassion, the creativity, all of that. So at first it does feel wrong because Mm -hmm. you're literally anti-society's flow. So you're going to be going different, like in a different direction than most of society is. But I've kind yeah. of realized in life that if you're doing that, you're probably on the right path. Yeah. <laughs> if you're doing some, society's flow, you're probably in your flow, which is what you need to be doing. A good thing. A good yeah. Sign. To me, it yeah. sounds like when you're getting more in touch with your feminine energy and your feminine side, it's just like elevated self-care. Because you're truly listening to your intuition and to what your body needs. And like for me, self-care, I'm like, hey, I have to journal every night. But maybe like at night, I don't want to journal. Maybe at two o'clock in the afternoon, I do. Maybe I should listen to that more. So for me, it's hard because I'm very routine oriented. I'm very type A. And so breaking away from my masculine side is really difficult. Do you have any advice to like start getting into that? So first I would say like, never hate on the masculine part of you. Like that type A part of you is so, so, so beautiful because really when you're talking about like feminine energy, we're just talking about a balance because we have both within us. So whenever you have something like a structure in place, a list, like a calendar with things that you know you're going to do, that like is masculine energy. That's masculine structure. So you actually need some masculine structure because it allows your feminine to flow, right? If you don't know what, like, if you need to get things done, you have no idea when you're going to get them done or anything like that. You're just going to feel stressed the whole week. So your feminine doesn't have like that safe structure so that she knows when she can flow. Right. So usually it's just like a balance. So again, maybe it's not just saying like no journaling. Maybe it's just saying, Ooh, like checking in, like actually my body really wants to journal right now. Or like, instead of doing meditation, can you do more of an embodiment practice? Like a a tiny little embodiment practice that I start every woman on is just five minutes. You set a timer, which is the masculine structure. And you literally just like, just touch yourself slowly for five minutes. What that does is it actually, if you do that at the beginning of your day, you're so attuned what your body is saying. Because anywhere that feels really good, you linger. Because your body is saying yes. And then eventually your body will release it and it will say, okay, go somewhere else. So it's just like that moment to moment, really paying attention. What is my body guiding me to right now? And again, you have a timer set. So you're not going to get like carried away forever. 
But when you do little practices like that, where you're actually really tapping into the body more than the mind, you will find that it's easier to hear that throughout your day. So it's less of like, huh, should I do this or this? Like, maybe I should do this here. Maybe I should do this there. So it's less like doubt, it's more just like, oh, how interesting. My body wants me to do this now. Like, mm-hmm. let me try. And if you add in a playful spirit with it, like just like a curiosity, that's very feminine as well. So it's less like I need to do this perfectly, which is more masculine and more like, oh, what if today I just like play with what my body wants me to do? And I like give myself space to do that. Again, it doesn't mean you have to just ixnay all like the structure because the structure is beautiful too. But if you're starting to feel confined or feel like tense in your shoulders, in your neck, like just in your body, it feels more closed. That's your body's way of saying that it just needs more space to play, right? It needs more feminine there. So it is kind of like a pendulum sometimes. Like some weeks you're like, okay, yeah, I feel like I was a little too in my masculine. Like I need to take time this weekend to really nurture that feminine, right? And it's like any muscle, like it gets stronger over time, right? And then it worries, like you're not worried so much about what other people think or what other people are doing or whatever. You're just in your own zone. You know when you need more structure versus when you need more play or more softness, right? It really is just like this dance that you do in life. That sounds very – okay, that's resonating with me because the last few weeks I've been like so busy like with work and travel and just all this stuff and the podcast. like, And so I in my head have been so – stress this week. Like I need to get all these things done. And I've just been very in my masculine, which is fine. But I like last night laying in bed, like my shoulders just hurt so bad and like my back. And like, I was just so tense and like trying to stretch it out and everything. But I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I just think I'm stressed and I just, I need to get over it. But I think that's a sign that my body is giving me to like this weekend. Like I need to get stuff I need to get done the stuff that needs to be done on my list. But tomorrow I'm going to loosen up and I'm going to just kind of go with the flow of like where my body is taking me. We're having like a fun little day with our friends. So like I'm just going to fully embrace that and really open up to my feminine energy because I feel like that's what my body is telling me. And that that's kind of like a little revelation I just got based off of what you said. Like I feel like that's totally me right now. Yeah, yeah I feel like it is important to listen to your body. And it's hard when you're really in your masculine masculine, and you're just going through your day-to-day and you're just accomplishing your daily tasks. And it's hard to remember to check in with yourself and realize I am feeling tense. And that's because I haven't given myself any time to even think about what my body needs. So I think that's mm-hmm. a good place to start. And the body's always talking, right? Like you said, like you're tense, you're tight, whatever. Like the body is always talking. And it wants to move, right? It wants to, it wants you to move things through it. That's the whole point of like emotions or anything like that. They're just energy in motion, like energy that wants to be moved through the portal of your body, right? Mm-hmm. Which leads to more clarity, more ease, all of that. And I would encourage you to, as you're working on your masculine stuff, can you just add in a little bit of feminine energy? Okay. A little bit of pleasure, whether that's, making your space really beautiful for yourself. Like if a lover was setting up your space before you work, how would you want them to set it up? Mm, and can you do that? Whether it's like a tea or like a fun drink or a candle, just like flowers, 
bringing in that feminine energy will also help you remember to, you know, even as you're in that masculine flow to just like flow more, less rigidity, more like more softness, more flow. I love that. I'm like so inspired. I I really like that. Um, like we are not just one or the other at any like specific time. Like when we embrace the energy from both like the feminine and masculine, I feel like that's when we're most powerful. And so I love that. Like even little simple things like making a little drinkity drink and having your candles going in the background, like while you're working, like I love that. Those are simple things, but to just like kind of get into that flow. Like you said, I love it. Yeah. And I feel like it like softens your mind a little bit, right? Because masculine is so in the mind, but you'll create your best work when you're in your body as the feminine. So it helps to bring in that reminder of pleasure while you're like spending time in your mind. Yeah, it's great. I like hearing this, especially as like female entrepreneurs, because I do think that the more tapped in you are to your feminine side, like as a creator, you're going to be so much more successful. Because you know what you want to do and what your vision is. And if you are balanced with your masculine side too, then you can carry that out, I think, in a really successful way where you're not going balls to the walls crazy about it. Like you're in balance the whole time, but you're still accomplishing things that you want to do and working towards your goals. Yeah. Because if you're like all in the masculine the whole time, you just like shut off your intuition. You shut off like that spiritual part of you that gets downloads, all of that. And you feel so rigid and you'll probably be like completely burnt out at the end of your launch. But if you're all the way feminine as well, you will get nothing done. You will never launch <laughs> ever. You'll just, you'll just be like, do what feels good. So like having those like both together is like, that's where the juice is. Finding your own like magical ratio that you really love. Because using that like feminine is like, I call this like in my programs, like creating from your pussy, not just your head. I because love it. I know. I need it like tattooed all over my body. <laughs> yes. Those are like the magic offers. When you are like in pleasure, you're in flow, like you're not even like working necessarily. And you just get this download of like, oh, fuck, like I need to do this. Like this needs to be birthed through me. Those are the types of things that get like, illogical amount of people in there, illogical success. You're working with like the magic, right? You're working with the universe, like with those unseen things. Which yeah, is about like being in that feminine, like trusting her, letting her speak when she's ready. And like even when it's batshit crazy because it's gonna be just can you follow it? You just have fun and be like, well this is where we're fucking going now. Like that's fun. Right? Yeah. Less perfectism, more just like, ah, let's just play. Yes. No, (laughs) I love that. We're going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsor, BetterHelp. It's 2023, and it's time to really prioritize our mental health this year. No matter where you are in life, everyone can benefit from therapy. Whether you need to work through trauma or just need a safe person to talk to, BetterHelp is here for you. BetterHelp is the world's largest online therapy service. Get matched with a professional licensed therapist in your state who you can trust. BetterHelp has options to communicate with your therapist via chat, email, or video, and you can message them at any time to get help. BetterHelp is giving our listeners 10% off if you sign up using the link in our show notes. If you're struggling with depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, grief, or just need someone to talk to, try BetterHelp today by clicking the link in our show notes or go to betterhelp.com slash RTAFpod to get 10% off today. 
when you're talking yeah. about pleasure, I feel like you're mm-hmm. talking about pleasure, not just in the sexual sense. Can you kind of expound on that? Cause you mentioned too, like how pleasurable can I make this chocolate eating experience? What exactly does mm-hmm. that mean? So when the feminine is in pleasure, she's in her most surrendered and open state. Think about that. Like if a partner is just pleasuring you for 45 minutes straight, right? And it's all about you and you just get to melt into it. You're going to be in a very like open, juicy, like receptive to it all, letting it all in and flow through you state. So I think like actual pleasure, I teach my people something more along the lines of like mindful masturbation, which is just like basically like using like a masturbation, like touching sort of practice with the intent of like, how attuned can I be like from touch to touch, from stroke Mm -hmm. to stroke? How like, can I be so present with each sensation that's going like through my body? So I feel like actually a practice like that is really good. Like it carries into your whole day when you do a practice like that, because you're so aware of just like when you are feeling open, which is what you want as a feminine. And when you are feeling closure in your body, because at any point you can feel like, Oh wow, I'm really closed off now. And you can sit and you can breathe into that and be like, all right, what would I need to open just a little bit more right now? Because as the feminine, like that's the work, that's the journey. Like, what can I do to be more open right now? Because that's when you like receive, right? That's when you manifest shit. That's like the good stuff of life. So yeah, I feel like pleasure for the feminine often starts with that more like sexual side. But then as you're carrying through your day, that's supposed to like, and it does carry through your day where you just are more present. You're more present with your body, but you're also just more present with anything in your world that opens you. It could be like a beautiful flower that you see that you're like, oh, wow, like that's so beautiful. And it gives you like so much gratitude. Gratitude always like opens the heart, right? Mm-hmm. Or it could be just like a good hug that you have with a friend. And you're just like, oh, yes, like that opens you. So pleasure really like attunes you to when you're open versus when you're experiencing closure because the feminine wants to be open. She wants to feel so trusting that it feels safe to really open and be present. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. I no, love I, that concept. Yeah, I love it. It was kind of the concept of like the mindful masturbation had me thinking like, um, okay, I feel like sometimes, and maybe this is just me, but I feel like this is relatable. Um, like, for example, if I'm like using my vibrator, for me, like it's not I'm always like, oh, it's not the same as like having sex with my boyfriend. Like, it's just, I think after a while, like it can get kind of like repetitive and like almost like robotic, like, okay, like I'm doing this and that's it. But I love that you talked about that because like really like making ourselves feel that good and like knowing that we have the power to do that, like that is so beautiful. And I love how you're talking about how like that energy can carry us throughout the day when we're truly being mindful about every touch, how everything is making us feel and recognizing that we're the ones doing it. Like we have all the power and just flowing with that power and like doing whatever makes you feel good. I love it. And I feel like that is really important to remember because masturbation, again, like growing up religious, like that's very taboo. 
but it really is like a really good time to connect with yourself and figure out what you like and what makes you feel good and just like enjoy. Well, and also go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Um, I also have heard, like you mentioned, um, when you are super open and in your feminine, that's when manifestation really works. And I've heard some women who literally manifest while they're masturbating. And like, especially when they're like in orgasm, like they're like, everything is flowing through you. And that energy source is so high that like, you will manifest everything in that moment. So that's like more of like an advanced practice, but yes, eventually like in a pleasure practice, you use your pleasure practice as a manifestation practice, right? Yeah. Where you're really like visualizing real time, like what you want, like as you're, because the whole thing with the feminine is opening. Like, are you open enough to receive it? Right. Not like pursuing something that's very masculine, but can you let it in? Like, can you let it in? Can you let it in? And pleasure softens you so that you can do that. Another thing I wanted to say is that like the masculine gets to tap into your turn on. So the feminine is responsible for her own turn on. It's this beautiful, juicy, like sacred responsibility that we have day to day to like tap into our body, to tap into our pleasure, to tap into our turn on. And then if you have like a masculine partner, like which creates like good polarity, if they're more in their masculine energy and you're more in your feminine energy, they just get to tap into that, right? Mm -hmm. But really it's you, like you're the one that's kind of like setting that tone each day for like, what is that level of turn on going to be? which is also like your creative energy is like your sensuality. That is what's like pulsing inside of you at all times. I always tell women, it's like you have this sponge like in your vagina, right? And it's either like dripping wet and wanting to just like go everywhere or it's like that dried up old sponge like under your sink that you never use, right? <laughs> Every day you get to choose like, all right, do I want to like be juicy? Do I want like a wet sponge? Or am I fine just being like all dried up? Because the feminine doesn't want to be dried up. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's like more challenging than others. Like other days, like depending on what you have going on, you might have been very rigid for a while and you're just like, oh, like it's just hard to get to that spot. But it's this like just this feminine devotion to yourself to like really tap into your turn on and to actively invest like in your pleasure. And I would say as well, like in my pleasure practices, I love vibes. Vibes are amazing. But I always say like for the first 10 minutes, slow everything down. Almost to the point where you take orgasm out of the, like mm -hmm. you take it out of the position. The point of a pleasure practice is never orgasm. The point of a pleasure practice is to be so attuned to each thing that's happening in your body. So you literally just like, you're touching yourself, like you're touching your body, not just like your genitals, you're touching like all over you mm -hmm. and just asking your body moment to moment, what do you want? And giving it to her, like what feels good and giving it to her, right? And she'll tell you when she wants the vibrator and she'll tell you if she doesn't want the vibrator, mm -hmm. or she'll tell you if she doesn't want an orgasm that day, that's okay. Like, can you still just like expand your definition of pleasure and just like enjoy whatever that pleasure looks like that day, right? Mm -hmm. More like expansive way of looking at pleasure, but that also allows you to experience more pleasure throughout your whole day, not just in the form of orgasm, right? 
Right. I could see how that would really help you for one, just start getting more in tune with yourself because sexuality is a big part of the feminine, I feel like. So I feel like when you tap into that, then you can better practice having it expand into other areas of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I'm like obsessed. I'm thinking like, I feel like when we think about sex, especially growing up in a religious environment, female pleasure is definitely not prioritized. And it's also like sex or like if you're pleasuring yourself is not looked at as like just something you can do because you want to connect with yourself. It's like, oh, you have sex to have kids and that's it. And so I just love this whole concept of being like super mindful about it and really taking it where your body wants you to go. Because that's like something that I have really struggled with. Like the sexual repression, obviously like that has its own set of issues. But I, and I've talked about this like with our listeners in previous episodes, but like I, for the longest time, like could not have an orgasm. And I was like really ashamed. And like, I still like, sometimes like it just doesn't happen. And I feel like getting that out of my mind that like that is the goal and just being more in tune with like, does this feel good? And and if it doesn't, then I'm going to move and try something different. But like at the end of the day, it's about pleasure and pleasure does not equal reaching orgasm every time. So that's like really helpful to me. Yeah. So I did not orgasm like with a partner until like two months ago. I'm like wow. in a beautiful like partner right now with a really like conscious, beautiful man. But I have had partners before and I never had an orgasm like with a partner until now. Yeah. It took a lot of like internal work, right? Like what was drilled into us at an early age was just like, don't get pregnant, don't get pregnant, don't get pregnant. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was, that was like the mm-hmm. worst thing that could really happen to you. Like mm-hmm. so much shame put on that. So like my body was like, while I was having sex, I was just like, oh my God, please don't get pregnant. Please don't get pregnant. And like, right. Like you can't be in like an open juicy state when like yeah. that's what's going on the whole time right so yeah I feel like I resonate with that a lot too because my journey has been slower with like orgasm like with pleasure with all of that Mm -hmm. so I would just encourage like anyone listening to just like just enjoy the journey and sometimes it's helpful if you just take orgasm out right it's like there's so much pressure on it and all of the books and movies tell us that women can come in like two minutes, which is mm-hmm. not true. Yeah. A lot of women out there as well. <laughs> yeah. The goal is not like, how quickly can I orgasm? But the goal is just like, how much can I experience pleasure? And if you're with a partner, like, can I communicate that with him? Can I like draw him into like my own pleasure? Can we like create this really beautiful, like conscious experience where we're having together, where we're just like experiencing each other's pleasure, right? that takes so much pressure off of it. But yeah, I resonate with that a lot. And I think a lot of people that come from religious backgrounds have that same experience. Cause it's just like a lot of deconditioning that you have to do. Right. For sure. A lot of years. Yeah. A lot of years. It just takes time. It does. Yeah. No, I love that we had that conversation because it's definitely like, we're definitely not alone. It's a thing. Even if you don't grow up religious, just like seeing all these things in the media and like, like in movies, in books, like seeing how easy it is supposedly for women and it's not true. Like, so I think it's yeah. a very uh, common thing. It is. Yeah. And I mean, like 
I'll just like be vulnerable right now. Like there's sometimes like, I love when it takes me like 30 to 40 minutes to orgasm. That's like, because when I'm at that space, it's like everything in me is open. Mm -hmm. Everything is just so surrendered open to my partner. And I love that. Like to me, that's like a conscious orgasm. That's like this spiritual cosmic thing Mm -hmm. that's happening. It's not just like, I tried to get to a point really quickly. Right. I would rather have one of those incredible orgasms than to have like five tiny just clitoral orgasms that like don't connect me in any way, like spiritually to my partner, to myself. That's like what I love, right? Yeah. So like now that I know about like myself, I do like take orgasm off of the table a lot of times because if I feel that like cosmic spiritual connection with somebody, it is like about openness for me like how open can I be here how much further can I surrender here and sometimes that leads to orgasm and sometimes it doesn't and that's okay I love that about that yeah (laughs) orgasm yeah it's fine takes you a long time like your partner doesn't care if they're a good person they don't care exactly right And I also like how we're talking about like not always having orgasm be the end goal. And I think like if you're like in a male female relationship too, like a lot of times it's like, okay, sex is over when the man finishes, but like that always doesn't have to be the goal. The goal can just be to connect and to just have that moment together. But that takes a lot of pressure off for me, I think, because my boyfriend is very sweet and he always wants me to also feel pleasured. But sometimes I'm like, no, I'm good. Actually, like Mm -hmm. I really am okay. That was a great experience. And like, yeah. I do feel connected to you. I feel connected to myself. So I think that's really good advice. Yeah. And I mean, like in the polarity world and all of that, like there are men who practice something called semen retention, which is like, they rarely, if ever actually like ejaculate, which is a really like interesting thing mm-hmm. to play with. Like sometimes my partner does not ejaculate and it's like the sexiest thing, you guys. It's so sexy. Because <laughs> I'm kind of interested. They- they keep that like sexual energy within them, right? Like they just, it's like the really empowering thing. And as a feminine, you can just feel that. And you're just like so drawn into that. Wow. That's interesting too, because it takes off of the plate. Like when is it over? Because mm-hmm. usually it's someone orgasms. Yeah. So it's far more interesting and enticing to be like, I don't know when this is over. Like, when does it start? When does it end? I don't know. It can just be like this day in, day out like dance that you do together which is like really fascinating I like that more like a flow mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's just like really you're really present with each other which I really really like yeah yeah it's not just like checking off a box like we did it yeah. it's yes. more intentional yeah I am obsessed with that <laughs> um <laughs> kind of like okay to kind of transition I we were touching on this a little bit, but I think that it's very interesting to think about like finding your purpose in life and like connecting with your energies, like both masculine and feminine, and really just trying to figure out who you are and where you want to go in life. And I feel like there's a lot of people out there that can relate to just not feeling like you have a purpose, not feeling like you've discovered it yet, and just going through the motions every day. So do you have any recommendations or like any practices or exercises that people can do to kind of find their purpose or get on the right path? I would say one for a lot of personalities, it's really helpful to give up this idea that you need to find one purpose in your life. 
for a lot of different personalities. And I don't know if you all are familiar with like human design. Um, a little bit. Yeah. I'm like recently getting into yeah. it. I'm very into it. Uh, I use like just like some basic human design on like all of my clients that come to me because it's really helpful. So like for generators, many gens, like those more like energetic types, like they will be multi-passionate people. So for somebody like that, if you tell them like you need to have this one thing that you're amazing at, that actually feels really stifling to them, like because mm-hmm. their body's like, wait, like this and this and this, right? So I always say, like, focus more on who the fuck do you want to become. And then you can kind of work backwards. Like, I feel like I wish people had told me this in college. Like, think about who you actually want to become and then work it backwards. Like, how do you get there, right? Like, what are the steps to that? Because when you're focusing more, like, each day on becoming who you want to be, tapping into your body, tapping into your intuition, just, like, just being so in love with who you are your purpose naturally finds you. It's just the way that like the world works. So I think sometimes we focus so intently on this external thing when actually like we need to focus on the internal, which is just like our world has that backwards in general. But like when you start really focusing on who do I want to become and can I show up a little bit more as her like every day, it's just like a natural progression that you're going to find those things that you love. And it might be one great thing, or it might be like a hundred things that you mm-hmm. find like a thing in each season. And none of that really like matters as long as you wake up and you just love who you are and how you're showing up in the world. And if you're in your feminine and you're open, you're going to be open to receiving that and it'll come to you more, I think. It, yeah, it will. And then you're just, again, like releasing that perfectionism you're kind of just along for the ride. Like you're letting the universe like dance you through life. So it is more of like this curiosity, this playfulness that you bring with you versus like figuring out my purpose, right? Like that can be so masculine sometimes. Mm -hmm. So like rigid, you feel like you have to fit a certain definition where again, the feminine just is kind of wild. She's kind of chaotic and crazy and all of the things. And she wants to be allowed to be all of those things. So yeah, I've never really focused like hardcore on like, what is my purpose, but more on like, how can I be more and more obsessed with who I am like day to day? And that has always led me on just like the most interesting journeys. Yeah, no. And I feel like that also goes along with like the pleasure thing, not just, not just sexually, but like how, what do I like? I'm trying different hobbies. I'm going to different places and traveling and Um, maybe you're like trying out different careers or if you're in college, you're experimenting with majors, like just finding what makes you light up and what doesn't and like your energy, like you'll feel it if it's just not right for you, but you tried it and you know. And so I love that journey. I think there is a huge focus on having one singular purpose in life. Like, especially when we think about like, okay, the traditional path, like you graduate high school, you go to college, you pick your major, and then you do that for the rest of your life, and then you retire, and that's it. But in reality, like there's so many different avenues that we can take in life. And so just embracing like not having that traditional like, this is what I'm doing, and just going wherever you feel good and what makes you happy and kind of like falling in love with yourself. I think that that's really awesome. That's great advice. Yeah, because you will like you'll let life start to surprise you, right? And then it won't matter if that thing is your thing forever or if it's just for like 
that year or whatever, because you realize like, okay, life will always just keep guiding me, right? Like life will always keep surprising me and keep giving me more things to explore about myself. It's a much more like fun and loose and playful way to like go about that Mm -hmm. instead of like being with it. Yeah. And like less stressful too, I feel like, because like Mm -hmm. I know that I had like so much anxiety when I was in college about like when I decided to change my major and I had wanted to like be a nurse for my whole life. And then all of a sudden I changed and I was just like so stressful thinking about doing something different. And then when I like really embraced like, okay, like I, I didn't end up getting my bachelor's, like I got my associates and then I did something different. And when I embraced that as something that made me happy and something I wanted to do and let go of like almost the societal shame of not like continuing on, um, like I was so much happier and like I have found so much success for me personally. And like, I just feel better than I would if I would have just like done the one thing I thought I had to stick with. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because often the fear there is not actually like you yourself making a wrong decision. The fear is what other people will think. Right. And that was 100% my problem. It was all like, what are my parents going to think? What is my family going to think? Not like what I wanted to do, which is the most important thing. It is. Yeah. Whenever you're like, because that is the quickest way to like outsource your intuition, right? Mm -hmm. Try to make decisions on other people instead of like what you know inside is like the right thing for you. Right. So that's yeah. awesome. Like kudos on having the courage to do that. Cause I know it's scary to make those decisions. Definitely. It definitely is. So <laughs> this has been great. I feel like we've touched on so many great points. Yes. And I feel like a lot of our listeners are really going to resonate with what we've been talking about. Do you have anything else you want to share before we wrap up? Hmm. I do have an amazing pleasure program that's about to come out. It's going to be like a two week solely focused on like feminine pleasure thing. So awesome. definitely head over to my Instagram and check that out if you guys are vibing with like the pleasure thing. Um, but yeah, besides that, just come hang out on Instagram. I love just connecting with women um, and encouraging you, making you feel all hot and sexy and like, yes. come say hi, come hang out. I love the vibe over there. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for letting me come on. This was so fun. Yeah, we will put all your information in the show notes and that way everyone can find your Instagram. Um, We will definitely be checking out the the pleasure course and we would definitely encourage all of our listeners to as well because I feel very inspired from this conversation and I feel like, um, I don't know, like you just have so much knowledge and such good energy. So I'm happy that we were able to connect and um, like have this connection moving forward. Yeah, this is so awesome. I'm about to go work on my business and I feel just like so juiced up right now. Yeah, so thank you. We love it. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yes, we love like feminine energy working together. Like this, these conversations are just like so powerful. So thank you so much for coming on. 